Hello everybody, this is Victor here from Trend Following Trading for Beginners and here's my weekly update on my sample trading portfolio coming up next. Back here another week and currently in UK, uh, I'm in Bath at the moment, being, uh, we told UK has been battered by a storm. It's really wet and windy. I mean, uh, so much wind as if I'm from a, even just walk outside to get something from the corner shop. As if like I'm flying like a kite. It's so windy out here. All the rubbish bins and everything else out of the house just blowing everywhere. Anyway, for this week, for the past week basically, and quite a few things happened. And uh, obviously the first thing is uh, the Donald Trump impeachment uh, ended. And then quickly, um, some of those, uh, his staff in the White House uh, who has testified against him has been fired by him. And there's a lot of, you know, comments and back and forth by both parties. And then um, State of the Union. Oh, what? It was, uh, it was quite a face, you know, you look at it. And basically, um, Donald Trump was trying to hand his speech, basically, yeah, to, to the House uh, Speaker. Nancy Pelosi, and then Nancy's extend her hand to shake Donald's hand. Donald, they just ignore him. And then when um, everybody's standing up and clapping for Donald's, you know, at the end of his speech, uh, Nancy just at the back, I think about four times or something, just torn her speech up right in front of everybody. You know, that is in the public television as well. I mean, I see, I believe that's live broadcast. So everybody who have been watching news on TV about Donald Trump's state speech, state of union speech has seen what Nancy have done. Basically it shows how deeply divided they are, the Democrats and the Republicans, you know, fighting, fighting it out. Then next obviously is continuation of the coronavirus in China. Uh, there's more cases uh, being reported, I think up to like 30,000 now or something, and then like more than 800 people died. And uh, it's a lot more death than the SARS epidemic back in 2003. And uh, on the back of this, uh, US stock market just continued to fly. Don't seem to have any, you know, if, I mean, the virus issue don't seem to have any effect on the uh, US at all, as if you know, it doesn't affect them. And uh, obviously also, I think Monday or Tuesday, the Tesla uh, price just go parabolic even a bit more. I mean, I've been moaning about it, saying, you know, the price move is just not sustainable. And then suddenly you got this, I mean, 90 degrees just shoot up, you know, up the cliff, so to speak. And, uh, and it looks like it's a major bear squeeze. A lot of people were shorting Tesla. And I think you probably have read somewhere else, if you're following Tesla, that one of the top five short, most shorted shared in the US stock market is Tesla. One of the Tesla anyway. And, uh, you know, gone up like 150 dollars or something. It's huge move, yeah. And um, then obviously the next couple of days just come back down again. But I, I already done a podcast last week about it. And you can uh, uh, go back on that podcast and have a look. But it's just like, it shows you, I mean, to me anyway, it's very much uh, maybe a signaling the end of, of a big major rally in the stock market in, in the US, I mean, couple with uh, uh, Palladium, you know, similar things going up. And he goes, all oh, these just look very similar to um, Bitcoin, if anybody follow Bitcoin. 
uh, about 2017 or something, or 2015, and the price just gone up, you know, like a couple of thousand quid, then going up to like 15, 20,000, something funny, something mad, and then quickly come back down again, that's that kind of thing. So I think we are seeing something similar, uh, maybe coming up in Tesla as well. I explain a bit more a bit later on. Um, next is obviously the the, the virus in in Asia, basically in China, and spreading all around, mostly in Asia. And uh, there's talks in in Hong Kong and Singapore, so on on, the, uh, on social media, the, um, people has been rushing into a supermarket and just buy up all sort of stuff. And they spread uh, into Singapore as well. People are panicking there. And uh, they don't have even enough masks. And people in Thailand are also uh, uh, giving up masks as well. But there's no panic there. But it seems to be the panic buying food stuff uh, has been spread from Hong Kong, uh, China to Hong Kong, and then to Singapore at the moment. And obviously, um, the stock market also gone up. One of the reasons recently because uh, uh, the epidemic, uh, the virus epidemic in China is, you know, China's central bank have pumped loads of money into the, the financial system. Plus, uh, I think this week they announced they're lowering the, some of the U.S. tariffs from 10% to 5%. And at the same time, I think it's on the 14th of next Friday, coming in on Friday. And um, U.S. is going to do the same that, you know, in kind. Some of the uh, Chinese importers um, have got 15% U.S. tariff on it. Uh, it's come from 15% to 17, 7.5%. But that's more or less been talked about. Isn't it? Last year, when, when Trump stopped the, the increase in US tariffs on the 15th of December and said you know, they're actually moving it down because they got agreement with Chinese to, to sign the deal, first phase one deal, so to speak. So um, so that that's what it is at the moment. Also, the because of the currency issues, well, no, because of the virus issue, the, the currency in, in Asia countries have gone weaker against US dollar. So it's back look a bit like in 1997 when a major economy in Asia um, have its you know currency basically gone down against the US dollar. And uh, obviously, last but not least, only just happened I think yesterday uh, in Thailand. There's some people just. Uh, that's a um, army, army person now and just going around and shooting people and killing 29 people at the end. It's very, very sad. But um, it just this theme about killing and death seems to be continuing from the first week of the new year. And I just hope it stop. you know, there's just so many people die. And regarding the, the forest now, there's, there's a couple of things I've seen it before. I've said it before and I've said it again. I mean, to... As far as I'm concerned, the Chinese um, shutting down its town and shutting a road to try to contain the Konora Konora forest is a is a is a great move. A bit slow, but it's still a move. But then to expect people to be very quickly to can go back into the workplace just because you have this whatever ten or fifteen days quarantine. I, mean, I think the Chinese is saying initially. People might be allowed to go back to work around the 10th of February after the, the Chinese New Year, Lunar New Year celebration, which been, I think normally um, if everything was fine without the forest, then people should have, the Chinese people should have come back to work last week, but obviously because of the forest issue, uh, the scares, uh, the government have delayed it for a week or two. Um, so the earliest uh, the Chinese government say people can go back to work around the 10th, but 
to actually think people will be able to go back to to work around the tenth. I think it's uh, it's a bit silly to have to think that that's going to happen. I mean, it's 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 a virus go out there, and it's affecting many people. People, I mean, Chinese people, just like any people around the world, they get scared. You know, suddenly people died, and uh, they don't even know what to do. Uh, they got you know, been locked down in their own uh, own town, own city. Nobody but won't be able to move around. Um, they don't really know what to do, and even if they, um, the Chinese um, uh, authority come up with some formula to to you know, get them back to work, so to speak, with the, with the right medicines to help them and so forth, people are still scared and they initially won't be going back if we won't going back to work, so it takes some time. So, so for all of this, especially China is the case, the second biggest economy in the world, it does a lot of manufacturing. Okay, you might have reduces manufacturing output. I mean, um, 2008, you know, it's from like 40 something percent to now like 20 percent or something. I mean, it's still affecting a lot of Asian countries as well, European countries as well as US. And to think that you know, it doesn't affect US, I mean, the stock market seems to tell us, you know, everything's fine, still go dance, you know, still, you know, go and bet or whatever, do things and. American economy and the market is great, like Donald Trump's everything is great. Oh sure, I don't think so. Like Donald Trump's speech is keep on telling people everything is fine, everything is fine, but in the background there are a lot of problems in the US just like before and a lot of this rise in stock market to me is because of ripple market, you know, the Federal Reserve is still pumping money uh, into the financial system. I mean, they, they don't like to use the word quantitative easing, but the same result, uh, it happens, you know. The government through Federal Reserve putting more money in the financial market. If there's no problem in the financial market, what the heck? Fed is putting money into the financial markets in the first place. I mean, explain that to me in the five years old. Nobody can tell me. You know, explain adequately why they have to like put the money in. You know, so there is definitely some sort of issue problem within um, within US itself, just not being told properly yet. Yeah. The, the people in power, people in the Wall Street just like to hide things, you know, until everything belongs to face, then, you know, they come up and then tell everybody what's wrong. And then again, just like back in 2007, 2008, nobody's go to jail. And the American uh, Wall Street just continue to do the next stupid things, you know, I don't know, next 10 years or something, again and again. Just this cycle just sickens me, just going round and round and round. But, Back to the Chinese things, I mean, this, this supply chain issue, I mean, China is manufacturing still quite a lot for people around the world. And, you know, they're, they're talking about the car parts, you know, clothing, shoes and stuff, toys and things. Okay, China, um, the, the American uh, company, company might have imported a lot of Chinese products um, um, last year. I uh, just tried to beat all this extra tariff deadline. Uh, put on by the U.S. government as well as the Chinese government, um, but then you see in, in that day's report. You know, I remember I see some report about this um, overcapacity. Uh, no, um, sorry, sorry. They did refer. There's too many things that's been imported from China into U.S. and the ports in U.S. have no place to actually put them, and all this because of inventory. Just try to beat the deadline. I said to for the American as well as the Chinese uh, government on the tariff side. So on the on the U.S. side, there's probably quite a bit of inventory yet. So the, uh, the American people and American businesses probably don't see much of an inventory issue yet. But you know, coming in 
I think in the next three to six months, you probably see it. I mean, China at the moment is effectively in the lockdown. It's not producing anything. It is consuming, consuming from its reserve. And um, I mean, this lowering of the tariffs here you know, and actually importing more stuff from America just come in a good time. China is just not producing, just need those extra things to be supplied to it. And uh, basically just, you know, just do do the do the things uh, that is help help his own uh, own country, but this lockdown basically, I mean, to me, it's gonna affect everything in, in a uh, number of things. Obviously, the um, food, um, and also supply chains like Tesla. You know, that one of the reasons come down very quickly. It's not just because of squeeze, or just you know, just a little one or two days effect, but ultimately, just like any other uh, uh, manufacturers. The, they have shipped a lot of their uh, manufacturing things um, into China and people are just not getting back into work because of the lockdown of the, of the um, cities. I mean, that's like 26 or something cities in, in China has been locked down due to the forest scares. And um, you don't expect people just suddenly go straight back to work the next day, isn't it? So, and also obviously you have um, McDonald's, KFCs, and Starbucks, uh, those kind of things that uh, shops uh, to shut, you know, for a while, and you don't know how many, how often, how quickly staff can go back to work, and uh, and then you you sort of look at the McDonald's share price, it's still going up, and then sort of top it up a bit, as if nothing much happened. I mean, Starbucks got down quite a bit, and Yum was you know trying to break above the two hundred moving average, just failing, and then now suddenly you say, oh. Uh, I have to continue to shut the, those KFCs in, in China for a little while yet, and then the price going straight back down on Friday. I mean that that that's a that's a norm. But then this is just what we see and what being talked about in in, uh, in the U.S. media. But to me, it is much more deeper than that. I mean, first of all, China have a lot of students that go to America. They really go to America for you know studying as well as tourism to visit. You know, this is just the norm. So that is going to get hit. So less student visas going there, less students going there, less tourism going there. You have obviously the supply chain. So your machinery, parts, clothing, and shoes and everything else going to America is going to be affected. Obviously, the internal profits of those companies who import all this produce from China is going to get hit as well. But you don't see them now at the moment. You probably see them in like second quarter. Um, of uh, this year when they were exp- uh, uh, reporting first quarter result and you probably see you know, quite a bit of effects happening and then obviously the other thing is in Asia uh, both in Singapore and Macau they've got casinos so the gambling side is going to get hit as well not to say the least destinies will get hit on, on the theme park you know in China in Hong Kong there, there's them as well as um, um, what you call Japan and what, what should we, you know, nobody's talk about those as well. So it, this all, all this is all what we can see. Probably a lot of things that you know, behind the scene as well, because with globalization now, everything is interlocking. So it's not just gonna affect America, it's gonna affect the Asian country. Now the, the smartphone, for example, Foxconn say, oh, they can have people back to work this week. I mean, first of all, the Chinese government and the local government, government had to say, yeah, they, um, this, uh, manufacturers of smartphones and electronic parts can open, but then to the what extent? 
and how many people will actually turn up and when can they actually ramp up. I mean, that's a big question mark to me to Apple shares price. And still Apple share price, you know, goes straight back up. As if nothing much happened, just shrug it off. Now, I don't know what American um, investors are doing or speculators are doing, but as far as I'm concerned, this uh, slowed down, it's already slowed down in Chinese um, economy, economic. And as far as the, the forest effect, it's going to just slow the whole things down. And I think Apple is trying to bring out a cheaper version of the uh, iPhone 11 or something. I mean, that's definitely not going to work. And also we have the iPhone, uh, iPhone 12 or something coming out with the 5G. Now, who, who, who's going to make those phones? You know, how, how are they going to report those um, or bring those online on streaming and try to you know, create the inventory quickly? Remember, um, um, what do you call Coke? Steve Cook is um, the the current the deal CEO after Steve Jobs gone. He was um, famous for you know doing uh, cutting down inventory on the sh on, on retail side. That's that's from according to Steve Jobs uh, um, autobiography. So Apple is running a very lean machine now. If the machine if the machine you know in China is shutting down and doesn't have those inventory, it is inventory. Uh, it's got to be your hard hit, not just in Asia, but also in America, I presume, and around the Euro as well. I mean, Nintendo having similar issue. You know, some of the, the handset, you know, switch uh, component could, couldn't be manufactured because uh, they got the other parts need to be, you know, imported from, from China. And because uh, basically the whole of China has been shut down, you know, the other manufacturer just cannot do anything. You know, can you manufacture anything for, for, the, for the Nintendo handset? And, and for Donald Trump say, yeah, it's great to bring, you know, put tariffs on Chinese and bring the shop back, uh, a manufacturing job back to America. But can't remember this. Why the hell, the, the main reason, initial reason why the American uh, uh, managers, you know, purchasing managers and also uh, companies, you know, create um, all these extra jobs, manufacturing jobs in China in the first place, because it's cheap labor. And even after shipping costs, Everything else is still cheaper than create the same thing in America because of regulations, tax, whatever, uh, all sorts of things. So it costs more to manufacture in America. Donald Trump is saying, yeah, great, bring those jobs back. But if I forgot to tell you, yeah, the side effect is the price of uh, producing a single unit when compared to uh, creating Asia, it could be much more expensive, but therefore you have inflation. Things will go cost more expensive. Okay, and they didn't tell the general public about that. That is quite you know annoying as far as I'm concerned from from a, well, another point of view, from outside the point of view. So so from all, all of these little things happening, as if you know the stock market in America, as if nothing much happened, it just basically boils down to to one thing. You know, stock markets go do stock market things and just ignore all this, uh, you know, gray rhino they call it. This office facts, I'm not the only one talking about this kind of thing. And just the market just ignore it. But when they actually see the numbers being reported for, um, well, yeah, the first quarter is reporting, um, the, sec the last quarter of 2019 and so, uh, from March, April onwards, when the American company reporting first quarter result from 2020, we'll start to see the stock markets, you know, will adjust itself. It may be faster, maybe early, I don't know, but it looks at like the first quarter, 
and everybody is still singing, everybody is still dancing, the musical chair is still happening, past parcel is still happening, everybody's happy until you know the music stops. So just just to me, uh, it might be a prediction, but it's from just logically thinking, you know, I don't I don't see well for second half of the year that things might just just happen and then it's gonna affect the American uh, stock market. And the other thing over here is uh, hooray for Australia. There's rain, so it's good. A lot of fires been uh, gone down quite a bit. That that that's good. But then now they got places got flooded as well a little bit. So but at least it's you know more well it's you know, it will help the Aust Australian people because the, I think they got drought the last couple of years as well. So all this uh, uh, severe weather suddenly got a lot of rain over there it will definitely help not just up the the fire but also you know we blame the she's water water line so to speak um the but the problem here is um with so many uh places that's on fire in australia okay the plant grew we 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 born you sell whatever you know just regrow but what about those those animals that's been killed millions of them been killed burned i don't know what's going to happen to them i mean they just lie there nobody collecting them maybe vultures eat them but you know or ants whatever you know, but that will take some time. So now you've got rain as well. So the 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 breaking down of those bodies or those animal bodies, you know, what would happen? You know, I just worry that for Australia, uh, there might be some disease coming around, you know, in, in the in, in just in the in the forest where the where the fire was and it will spread into into the city. And also the bat populations. I'm not sure if any of you seen I think on BBC News. People, you know, capturing video and send it on, on to social media. It's loads of bats flying around, you know, the the habitats. I don't know, probably because of the of the the fire. You know, a lot of uh, trees have been burned, the forests have been burned, as well as the population somehow so exploded. But they got no space, no place to go, so they go basically into the cities. And it's affecting a lot of people, you know, health-wise. Well, that's you know, um, and unsightly and also very noisy as well. So those those are things seems to happen. Then hope hopefully Australia, um, all the bad things will stop in Australia, and then they can start rebuild. Especially the fire. I mean, they really need to rebuild. That will take some time, and then that basically commodity prices in Australia will go go up. You know, general stuff get more expensive because it's rebuilding, building houses, replanting the trees, you know, and all the roads and all those things. So so it's got to be quite quite a bit of activity in Australia. So just watch out those uh, Australian. Um, uh, money as well, Australian dollars. Basically, okay, that's more or less what I have to talk about for this week. And here come next is the update of the sample portfolio. Okay, first off the bat, uh, we have got an uh, Apple. So, like I said before, it's been quite volatile this week, um, but it's uh, bounced back. So, this week for short term, medium term, and long term are all buy still. Amazon, um, once again, similar to last week, short term, medium term, long term are all buy. Australia dollars against US dollars continue to be sell across the board. So, short term, medium term, long term are still sell. Uh, crude oil and uh, Brent crude, again, same as last, year, uh, last week, sorry, um, basically is continue to be sell. Even though, even though there was talks of um, the OPEC going to together and have meeting and try to cut productions I mean that because of the coronavirus in China uh, basically and also slow down the economy around the world um, the, the oil basically just continue to go down so crude oil and bank crude are, 
uh, short-term, medium-term, long-term uh, or on uh, sale. Um, back to DAX, um, because of the volatile market last week, more or less, and um, around the world, the stock market recovered a bit uh, from the downturn last couple of weeks, and so it's recovered a bit. So this time now, DAX, um, for short-term, is a buy. Medium-term is neutral. Long-term is a buy. Down Jones continued, uh, same as DAX, so short-term is a buy. Medium-term is neutral. Long-term is a buy. FTSE, um, similar thing. Short-term is a buy. Medium-term is neutral. But long-term is still neutral. Um, gold, on the other hand, um, is going to a sell mode now for short term, but still buy medium and long term. Um, so it looks like it's quite strange though. Um, normally, I mean, I think the US dollar index have gone up to like 98. US expect when um, that gone up as well as the uh, down Jones uh, recovers. Um, you see the um, gold price supposed to go back down very quickly, but no, it's still staying around 1550 area. So as if you know something is going on, so the market generally didn't sell it down. So it's, it's thinking there's some problem, and um, um, I, I, this is just my personal feeling. I think I mean this this lack of you know, will to go down when the stock market is up in America as well as the U.S. dollar index is up. Um, it sort of boils down to tell me that you know there's significant strength underneath the um, the gold market. So, but short term wise, is a sell. Long term, medium term is uh, is a buy. So we just have to watch and see where it goes. Shang uh, Hang Seng index. Um, short term is a buy now because it is in bounce. Neutral for medium and long term still. Um, for Nasdaq, um, well, basically, even the fluctuation a lot. Um, it's uh, short and medium and long term are all buy still. Nikkei, short term is a buy now. Uh, medium term is neutral, long term is still buy. Silver, uh, I haven't been shocked with much of the last couple of weeks. Uh, short term is a sell, medium term is neutral, long term is still a buy. It's just like a sideward channel. It's similar to gold, going sideways, but silver seems to be the one that's just sideways for a long, long much longer. Um, the Chinese obviously stock market came back in, and then the Chinese yuan against US, US dollar against Chinese yuan basically. Um, gone uh, up, so to speak, and um, basically that means the Chinese yuan is uh, Chinese yuan dollar is uh, got weaker. So short term, now uh, it become a, a, a sell at the moment because of the fluctuation. Medium term is neutral, long term is a buy. So USD again, the Chinese yuan again. Short term is a sell, medium term is neutral, long term is a buy. Um, USD again, Japanese yen. Um, well, again, the market seems to recover, so the yen have uh, weakened again. So at the moment, um, the USD against Japanese yen, short term is a buy, medium term is neutral, long term is a buy. Um, British pound against the Japanese yen, short term is a sell, medium term is neutral, long term is neutral. Same thing for uh, British pound against US dollar, um, short term is a sell medium and long term again also is um, is uh, neutral basically so the the breaks has happened uh, we have come out of i mean the britain uh, uk have come out of uh, europe now so now just basically basically a hard negotiation with the european market of course the european council is going to say something you know it's a lot of brinkmanship you know back and forth but europe still we really haven't got much of a choice to 
they just have to negotiate with uh, with uh, UK. They just have to do these things. Uh, it might not what Europe wants it, but at the end of the day, um, UK has got its mandate, and it, I mean the government as well as the people have said it. You know they want to get out and just have to continue. And uh, we just have to see, but while that's happening, obviously the back and forth between two countries in Europe and UK, they just got to make the, the uh, pounds be a lot more volatile. So we just have to wait and see. Uh, next, uh, last but not least, basically, uh, next is a Bitcoin. Short, medium, long term, I'm all buy. Now, I've seen quite a bit of uh, uh, social media out there say now, now because this is the best time to buy now, it's going to go up, you know, 10,000, 20,000, all kinds of things, funny things again. But recently, I mean, it does have, you know, short term, it's gone up, medium, long term, all gone up as well. So slowly, for the last couple of weeks, things have, you know, turned its corner, so to speak, on Bitcoin. And so we just had to wait and see. So it continue happening while everything is in turmoil, you know, Bitcoin seems to be, you know, um, gaining its strength. So we just have to wait and see how it goes. Uh, Anyway, this is the end of this update and I hope you like it and uh, speak to you soon. Bye for now.